EDM champions, what is going on this week? There is some serious beef going on on Twitter, and I tell you, we're going to dig into that. On top of that, we've got the top 101 producers for 2020, new music from people like Charmy, Zoo, and Getter, all of this and so, so much more to talk about on this week's episode of Beyond the Beat. So let's stop wasting time and roll into the intro. Here we go, baby. champions we have just emerged from a period of such uncertainty division and chaos here in the u.s we need music that brings people together once again on the dance floor and let me tell you guys something this track right here has just got me dancing everywhere my shower my bedroom costco join me Join me, y'all. Let's sing out loud. Let's dance like this world is on fire. And let's just come together for my on repeat this week. We got Zara Larson's song, All the Time, the Don Diablo remix. Let's go. My friend, if you're dancing in Costco, we might have a little bit of an issue. I think you're going to scare away some shoppers. Please don't tell me you had this on loud and we're dancing alongside of it. Dude, the Costco shoppers, they're not paying me any attention, man. They're just trying to get their bulk 48 pack of <laughs> Campbell's chicken noodle soup, man. That's what they're there for. They're not here to see me dance, you know, but you know, it's just this song. Every single time I listen to this song, I just get so amped up. I mean, that drop is perfect. And I love Zara Larson's vocals, man. And Don Diablo on that remix, dude. You already know that is Don Diablo's signature energy and signature sound right there. When he kills it, he kills it, oh, right? I it. mean, he always, always smashes it. It's just, and then as you said, man, like Zara Larson on the locals here, just wow. Just lovely, perfectly matches the remix that Don Diablo put in there. So shout out to him for yet another amazing production. And speaking of amazing productions, my friend, okay. Ooh. To start off this new music section for this week, we've got Dr. Fresh and Martin Hoger. All right, they teamed up for a track called Take a Step Back, and you might want to do just that. Let's spin it. Let me take a step back. Yo, what the fuck, dude? First off, a big shout out to my homeboy, Alec, for throwing all this fire music into the new music section of this week's episode of BTB. And I got one word for y'all on this track. It's not synergy. 
It's variety, baby. Y'all know how much I love my variety packs of White Claw. Pair that up with this song and you're golden, homeboy. This just felt, honestly, this just felt like the perfect push and pull between Dr. Fresh and Martin Horger. I mean, you could just tell equally balanced on both sides. And I just love how this track goes back and forth, back and forth. And it just keeps you on your toes, makes you want to dance. Alec, what'd you think? I'll kick it back to you real quick. What White Claw flavor is this oh, song? Oh, no raspberry. No raspberry no ever, raspberry. dude. I'm on a crusade against the raspberry flavor of White Claw. <laughs> What'd you think? So this would be a raspberry round, but for me, I couldn't agree with you even more than what you just said. The back and forth, the variety. Baby, this has got it all. Dr. Fresh, Martin Hoger, Match Made in Heaven. This is a track that's going to get people dancing away long into the night and into the new year. Dr. Fresh, Martin Hoger, thank you for yet mm-hmm. again another great track. And someone else who has been doing a lot of music recently, oh, it seems man. like, right? He's just guys pumping busy. out new tunes. Busy, busy man. And I love to see it. Zoo, he teamed up with 24K Golden. I, is that how he's supposed to say it? I don't I even know how to say rappers' it. names nowadays. Like, <laughs> you know, you if it's it. supposed to be Sinong, I, I have no idea. But all I know is that they teamed up for a track called I Admit It. Let's give that a spin. As I was listening to this track, I was just jamming out, bro, jamming out. But in the back of my mind, I was like, I hope Zoo doesn't start singing on this song, okay? (laughs) But I gotta say, when he came in on the hook, I love how subdued it was. You know, like, it wasn't Mm -hmm, like overkill. mm -hmm. I love the bars from 24K Golden, and I love those saws on, like, that dubstep structure. This is a bit more of a headbanger, which we don't normally see from Zoo, but it's still absolutely slaps i mean this song is perfect whether you just want to chill with the homies or get rowdy you already know you got to throw this on alec what'd you think this really was a little bit more of a rowdy song from zoo mm-hmm. right i thought i thought that was very interesting and i can see how he's able to implement it into his sets where he's got some of his more low-key tracks where he is the one singing predominantly on the vocal but yeah. then if he wants to pick up the hype and the energy he's gonna throw this one in there and i'm all about it man i thought he crushed it on a production side and i can't believe i'm gonna say this but I did enjoy the bars from 24K Golden. It nice. was like actually really well done. Yes, See, nice. I do like other things <laughs> than electronic music, people. I do enjoy rap every now and then. I'll tell you, when it's integrated with someone like Zoo, it definitely works out well. So this is a certified headbanger from me. Nice. Absolutely love it. Now, moving onwards to something that might not be quite as much of a headbanger in the traditional sense. This is something that in North America you might not be getting too much exposure to, but you know what? On Beyond the Beats, we are going to be doing that. Alex Perez, we talked about him a couple weeks ago with his Liquid DB venture, but he's teamed up with Halogenics to get back to some of that grittier, darker drum and bass. EDM champions, ladies and gentlemen, let's take a listen to their song, Unlustrious. Bruh, 
Alec, I'm sorry, man. You got to go first with your thoughts. I need to I need to pick up the pieces of my brain that just exploded <laughs> everywhere. You, you go ahead, dude. Go ahead. Dude, it's I can understand. I can understand. It's it's uh, teeth shattering with the bass there almost <laughs> on the drop. You know, where you're just clenching your teeth and it just rattles through your soul. This is honestly going back to what Alex Perez and especially Halogenics is known for is this kind of neuro halftime mm-hmm. inspired type of D&B. And I just love it, man. There's just something when on the drop it's like kind of minimal, kind of not. I don't know entirely what it is, but it's got great rhythm to it. And it just makes you give that kind of stank face, right? So oh, yeah. I'm a big, big fan of this. Absolutely loved it. Thought it was really cool how we followed up his liquid DB venture with a track like this. Mm-hmm. Expect to hear this being played out by all the major drum and bass heads in 2021. Dude, I was listening to this track in the kitchen, right? And my mother was in the same room as me. That's already when, a bad idea. That's just a bad I, idea in general. And when this shit dropped, I made such an ugly stank face. She immediately grabbed her phone and started to dial 911 for emergency assistance. I said, no, 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 no. This will wear off in just a few minutes. <laughs> Dude, this is so dark and so slapping. My favorite part is just this immense, intense focus on that riding baseline. Mm. Everything mm. kind of takes a backseat. You're just saying this, but everything kind of takes a backseat to that baseline, and it just works. I can see why this didn't make it onto his previous Liquid DMB uh, EP release, but I got to say, I need more of this from Alex Perez and Halogenics. Fire track. Alec, where are we going next? Fire and more fire is where we're going. In fact, we're going for an explosion, all right? Focusing on writing the bass lines along with some mm-hmm. explosive sounds brought to you by none other than Getter. That's right, people. He is back. And he just dropped an album called Napalm. Samir, do you have any thoughts of which one you want to play? Because oh there's so gosh. many bangers on here, but which one are we going to play? <laughs> I know. There's really, there really is. There's six tracks on this EP, but Alec, I'm going to have to go ahead and play this track. ADHD. <laughs> Take a listen. What a banger, man. What a banger. <laughs> you know, it's just what's cool about this, you know, and I hope he didn't get back to this style for the wrong reasons, just considering yeah. some of the backlash he's had. But this really just gets back into what people know and love Getter for, where it's just this weird experimental type of dubstep, right? But it's just still a banger. It's still something that you want to headbang to. And ADHD mm-hmm. was just one of the tracks on there that really, really hit it off for me. I mean, I have to say, and I know you agree with this, on the first one, Entombment, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Just the long build-up, the drawn-out yeah. build-up. Well, what a great way to kick things off. But I agree, the ADHD is a banger, and I think all of the getter bass heads and big fans will really rejoice when they hear this. What are your thoughts? Dude, uh, you and I are just so well aligned on this one, man. I mean, this is straight up bass all up in your bones, all right? This is going to force your demons out. I'm honestly just so stoked that Getter is still making interesting music regardless of the genre, all right? And I thought, honestly... Yeah, I thought he was. I thought he was done with this sort of trap, but you know, this just goes to show you the man's. He still gats it. Okay, <laughs> opening up with the tournament, perfect way to kick it off. ADHD, we just played a banger. I gotta say though, the track "Bad Acid" had me feeling a bit uncomfortable, <laughs> but <laughs> perhaps, perhaps that was the goal, especially considering the title. Really big fan of this one, dude. I would love to see Getter. I would love to hear tracks like this, or from his Visceral album, or a mixture of both. This is a. This is 
fucking fire. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a big fan. He did a great job, honestly. Like, hats yeah. off to Omar Ngeta there. He did a really, really good job with this album. Great scene returning back to more mm-hmm. of his style in bass music. And speaking of returns, oh my days. I've been waiting for <laughs> this moment for the longest time you could possibly imagine. I think it's been two years, three years. Fuck, I don't know. It's just blurred. Okay, so ladies and gentlemen, EDM champions, in the new music from artists watching section this week, we are kicking it off with someone who I've wanted to read the track in God knows how long. It is Mad Skis, baby. He is back with a track called $666. Just give this one a play. Oh, my Lord, can't wait. I'm just pumped up on your your energy, your positivity, like your excitement. That's what we need, baby. That's what we need. You're bringing it, dude. And maskies, dude, this shit be hitting different, okay? In a time where dance music is constantly moving from phrase to phrase to keep a listener's attention, I always appreciate it when an artist takes a step back, slows it down a bit, and lets, lets each element breathe a bit more, man. Maskies brought the energy, creativity, and above all, a story with this one. Oprah! You need to throw this on your book club list. Put a sticker on that. I love it. Alec, what do you think? I do recommend that you put on some high fidelity headphones and just listen to this through and through. Because as Samir said, there is a story. There is creativity. Each phrase just doesn't transition into one another like any other regular bass house or house song, however mm-hmm. you want to categorize this. Matskis has always, always been able to do that with every single one of his tracks. If you want to, I'll put it into the show notes, but check out a track he did called Nominate, which is just fantastic. Just unbelievable to have him back. And I really, really, truly hope that he's back for good in the studio, pumping out tunes like this, because I'm hyped, man. I'm hyped because when we get back out into the festival scene, he's someone is a must see. Last thing for this section, because this is another guy who more recently we've been turned on to, right? Maskies mm-hmm, we found mm-hmm. out about quite a long time ago. Someone who is an absolute must-see is Adidas. Oh, my Lord. My dude, he is so fucking creative, always coming up with new ways to make you bob your head in different directions and visit ER because you need to have some work done in your neck, all right? Mm-hmm. So he just dropped a track called Ghost. Let's take a listen. Ghost, ghost, 
Dude, this was released just before the greatest holiday of all time, Halloween, man. Adidas, he, dude, he really switched it up on this one. Haunting and creepy. I mean, horror movie directors, they need to listen up, all right? <laughs> Y'all need this in your soundtracks. It's creepy and it sets the atmosphere while also making you question the existence of ghosts. Okay, and that's why I'm just such a big fan of this because Adidas brings the creativity in such a refined, polished way, and there's nobody else that's doing it like him. Alec, what'd you think? Do, do you believe in ghost style after this? Uh, you know, before I was a non-believer, but now I'm questioning that thought. Because when I was playing it, I didn't have it on my headphones once. I was just having it on on the laptop, right? And yeah. I guess there was a glitch, like it wasn't really working at first, and I was in the other room, and then suddenly I heard the sounds start coming up, and the bass vibrations, I was like, what is this? What's going on? Yeah. Some supernatural, Dude. paranormal activity. Thank God I came over and it was Adidas' song playing. Oh. But you know what? As soon as I went in there, I felt fucking possessed because I couldn't stop my body moving <laughs> to the rhythm, moving to the groove. It's not really groove, but rhythm, to the rhythm of this, and just that creepy atmosphere just makes you feel like you've transcended into a whole nother halloween world so if you haven't checked that one out if you haven't followed adidas definitely give him a follow along with all the other people that we've mentioned big or small right especially the smaller artists we want to give them more mm -hmm. of a platform and you can find out how to connect with them on our website that's www.beyondthebeats.co and we'll have all the episode show notes up for this one on episode 79 so navigate your ass there and give everyone a follow all right if you want to reach out to us if you want to connect with us, Samir and Alec of Beyond the Beats. You can yep. on Instagram. That's at btb.pod. On Twitter, we're at podbtb. And we want to know what your questions are. All right. Whew. All right. Dude, that was a lot of great new music. Yeah, that was fun. And look, okay, before we get into this next section, Alec, I think we, you and me, and the EDM champions, I think we just need to take a deep breath. So let's do mm. this together. Mm. All right. Breathe in through your nose. And out. All right. EDM champions. Normally, at this point of the episode, we'll do an EDM champion question of the week. And we promise we're going to get to all the questions that you guys have been submitting. So keep them rolling in because we love to hear what you guys want to know more about. That helps us make this podcast better. But let's just start by saying that us here in the United States, our listeners in the United States, our EDM champions in the United States of America, we have just gone through a tremendous period of time we have seen historical events taking place right before our very eyes record record turnout in our 2020 presidential election numbers that nobody has seen before and the people have spoken and they have chosen who they want to lead this country into the next four years and beyond and here's the thing in every election there's going to be winners and there's going to be losers. But above all, our president-elect Joe Biden said this perfectly, and he really, really emphasized this in his victory speech. And he said that it's time to give each other a chance. It's time to start talking to one another. It's time to start reaching across the aisle and understanding points of views that are not necessarily the ones that you agree with. And us having these conversations more and more and us being able to talk to each other about topics that may be a bit uncomfortable, but just trying to understand where each other is coming from will make our society a better place. And that starts from your own personal relationships and that blossoms up 
to our governments and to our leaders. But above all, let's never forget that we need to be working with each other to solve the many issues that we face here in the United States. And let me tell you something, Alex says this in every single episode pretty much, but dance music, electronic music, and our scene brings people together. And let's take those lessons that we've learned from shows, from raves, from this podcast, from the music that we listen to, let's take that and let's apply that into other areas of our life. All right, Alec, how are you feeling right now, man? You feeling good? I'm feeling good, man, especially after you were saying that, because it really strikes a chord, I think, not only with a lot of people listening to this, but it definitely does so with me, particularly the part of how dance music is able to bring everything together and that we need to take that lesson from it. And what actually is that lesson, right? That that lesson is that there is a common ground amongst everybody Mm -hmm. that they can connect to. So on the microcosm level of it, you've got dance music. It's more on a smaller scale or any type of music of any sort that it doesn't really matter who is listening to you, whether at a live show or you're showing music to your friends. When you are listening to that music, any types of divides and barriers, Republican, Democrat, black, white, Hispanic, whatever it may be, they crumble down because in that moment, we realize and we are all connected to and aspiring to that higher common ground. Now, there is no reason at all that we cannot do that in general. There's no reason why we can't do it in politics, because despite the fact that we've divided people up between left and right, what is the commonality? What is the higher common ground that everyone are Americans? Differences will never be resolved entirely. They won't. But that's maybe not necessarily the point. Perhaps it is more how we work through them together, how we use the diversity of opinions and ideas, whether you're left or right, to actually come forward together and provide solutions that might be better than what one side alone can provide, right? I'm not sitting here saying this as a political thing. I'm just saying this as a a human being, just saying, let's fucking move forward. That's why I feel good, because I think we're going to move forward. Right on, right on. Let's keep feeling good. Reach out to your friends, spread the positivity, spread the good vibes in your communities. And dude, that was beautiful. Let's get back into the dance music news and culture. Alec, all right. We talked about this last year and it's time we talked about it again this year. I, first of all, like that's how you know we've been doing this podcast for a while. That we're, <laughs> we're talking about the next iteration of a topic that we covered last year. But I'm very excited to get into this with you because this is actually one of my favorite rankings just based on how this is calculated. So 1001 track lists, okay? This year for 2020, they have just put out their top 101 producers. This is determined by how many times an artist's song is played by other DJs and artists. So this is all about how many times a DJ or artist has supported an artist's song. And dude, coming in at the top, here we go. Coming at the top is Oliver Heldens. Dude, I'm not shocked by this because he has had massive releases over the past 12 months. So I'm really not that shocked by this one. But dude, followed by that, Medusa, Mm -hmm. a newcomer to the list. It's like, first of all, he was never on this list before. And now here he is at the number two spot for 2020. And that was obviously catapulted in big time by that song, Alec. I mean, which one? There's a few now. 
piece of your heart. And then, of course, followed that by that, we got Armin, Tiesto, and David Guetta, and that's rounding out our top five. Many of these are names that you'd kind of expect to see at the top of this list. However, one thing we have to take note of is the amount of house and tech house artists that have risen over the course of the year. And Alec, I don't know if you've noticed this, but I'm really excited to get your opinion on this because I know how, how like your blood just bleeds house music. So I'm just excited to get your thoughts on this here, right? But let's just take a look at the top 50 uh, on, this, on this list here. You'll see big names like Chris Lake, but then you're also going to see Nitty Gritty. Keep in mind, he's got his side piece project, mm-hmm, all right? Mm-hmm. And we also got Camel Fat up in there. Eli Brown and Kirby have rocketed in this list, all right? And all these people that I just mentioned are in the top 20. Then we got into the next section, the next list, 22, uh, 21 to 40. We got Bro Hug, Party Favor, who again is part of that side piece project. Mark Benjamin. Art Bat is up 53 paces. Insane. And I'll have and to you- say, even before that, you skipped over him, but Matroda. Number 25 is up 51 spots as well. So shout out to him, the bass house guy. Be so awful to skip Machoda. My bad, Machoda. And you also got Salardo, who is brand new to the list. All and right. Low Stepper. Shout out to Low Stepper. He's been grinding over there in the UK. So I just got to give a big shout Dude, out of to course. him. He's been doing some great stuff on the housing. Legend. Absolute legend. All right. But the point is, is that house and tech house are being played more and more in sets as compared to just two years ago. And it's incredibly, incredibly exciting. But there's one part of the world that is particularly breaking into this chart. And I'll let our resident Brazilian bass house expert, Alec Bredo, talk about that a little bit more. <laughs> well, you know already who number one is going to be on there. If you've been paying attention to any of Insomniac's live streams or Anything that's on the accident, they're actually putting a lot of support behind it, but Vintage Culture, brand mm-hmm. new addition to this list, and coming in at a very, very solid number 33. It really Insane. is just showing, man, like how much that Brazilian bass is moving into, you know, the mainstream, main stage market and bringing over that type of house influence i mean you see people like tiesto now embracing it afrojack embracing it because he did a collab with chemical surface who's another uh duo that you're going to see probably on this list at some point sometime soon so my prediction my man is that i think in 2021 potentially 2022 i think vintage culture is going to break the top 15 absolutely love that absolutely love it like i said this is an absolutely fascinating list i prefer this one over the dj mag top 100 djs i think everyone i think everyone does a lot of great news for these uh newcomers to this list i mean it just shows you that this scene is alive and well especially as we're trending more towards house music all right but alec sometimes things aren't always just ponies and rainbows okay and it's time that we switch gears and we talked about what's going on in edm twitter some of you guys are going to be so pumped up that we're talking about edm twitter and some of you guys are going to grimace because edm twitter can also be incredibly incredibly toxic all right so (laughs) i i don't even know where to start with this one okay but my mind is blown all right on one side of the corner we got trapped a has-been rock band who is desperately clinging on to their only hit from 2002 headstrong And in the other corner, we got EDM Twitter, and they are pissed as hell. Ding, ding. Let me start. Let me set the scene over here, all right? Bass DJ Must Die starts by saying on Twitter, and I put this in quotes. This is a direct quote. Hate to break it to you MAGA weirdos, 
but zero of your fave artists are Republicans, end quote, okay? And then Trapped, the has-been rock band from my elementary school days, comes in defending their political stances that aligns with the Trump campaign and the Make America Great Again slogan, all right? And look, I'm not disparaging Trap because they have a different political view from mine, okay? But here is where things get very interesting about Trapped, all right? So these guys, they have a history of starting fights on social media and berating those who don't agree with their views. The lead singer, Chris Taylor Brown, is said to be the one running the social media accounts. And he's posted his opinions on something as minute as the people who watch Keeping Up With The Kardashians, And he'll also interject and put in his opinions on serious matters like blaming George Floyd for his own death and challenging the very existence of white privilege in today's society. Yeah, let that sink in. In the latest rantings and ravings of a jackass, he attacks dance music artists simply because they don't agree with his political views. He says they are just mere button pushers, total sheep for believing the quote-unquote mainstream media, and goes on to say, this blew my mind, it goes on to say that no one has heard of artists like Wooly, Gabriel and Dresden, Must Die, Alice in Wonderland, Ducky, and so many more. But Alec, in my opinion, you know, I was like, all right, EDM Twitter, like, you know, they're, they're doing the right thing. They're fighting this back. They're trying to like, you know, bust down this guy who just causes problems. And this is where, in my opinion, it just starts to become like super unchill for both sides. Okay. They all started to compare their crowd sizes and lineup placements in order to prove to each other that, that they are not has-beens. So basically it kind of became a bona fide dick measuring contest. Super unchill. Alec, <laughs> there's a lot to unpack here. What did you think? <laughs> Um, yeah, I, I don't know where to begin on this one. Here's my question. It's like, if you truly believe them to be kind of a has-been, why are you even bothering? Mm. You know? Yeah. Like, I get Don't feed that. the trolls. Don't feed the trolls. Because this is what it seems like he's trying to do here, is just kind of troll, raise profile views, you know, all this type of thing. Even if he's not as complicated as that. It's still giving publicity to this. And look, I, I agree. Like, you know, sometimes you do have to put some of it down, but just, it just seems the discourse here, it just goes from insulting kind of the political stance to insulting the music, mm-hmm. right? And that's where mm-hmm. I really didn't like where things started going. Because when you start insulting what they do musically, and then as Samir so just eloquently put it, go into an absolute dick measuring contest <laughs> where you whip out the rulers towards the end it's just that that it's like how just imagine like the argumentative you know mapping out of that you start off up here looking at okay i have a different political viewpoint to you then you go all the way down to saying your music sucks you can't bring anyone out for it but i can or Mm. you're a has been you're whatever they're completely disconnected Right. And I, I guess where it's also coming from is this whole boomer versus millennial or Gen yep. Z type of thing. And from what we just talked about, man, in my opinion, we need to just cut that shit out. Right. We need Word to up. cut that shit out. Like, I understand why this is pe- pissing people off. But just remember, that's what it's designed to do. That it's, it's bait. Don't take the bait point is it's kind of funny to go through right and just see how all this stuff is i'm not gonna lie there yeah. is some comedy to it but there's a darker side to it as well in the sense that this is the exact type of discourse that we need to get away from and i think that twitter is just the worst fucking place to be trying to have <laughs> these type of conversations 
it's just so funny like how these conversations kind of devolve. But guys, if you want to check out uh, this conversation because it is an absolute necessity, you got to go do it. All right. It's in the show notes. Go to beyondthebeats.co. Hit episode 79. All right, Alec, we got some big news. We got some big news coming up. Massive. Absolutely massive. You guys know how much we love sharing music. All right. And guess what? The Beyond the Beats sessions, the exclusive mixes that upcoming producers put out onto our platform for all of our EDM champions to enjoy. I mean, you guys already know that shit is bumping, but we're adding another set before the end of the year. And it's coming from none other than the bass house legend from the UK, City Walker, as Alec would say. All right, dude. This guy absolutely smashed this set. And you guys know how I feel about Bass House, okay? I feel like it's sometimes a little bit overdone. Like, everybody's trying to attempt it. Hold up. Pump the brakes. City Walker, he does it in his own refreshing way. Take a listen to a little preview here, and then get ready for it to drop on Friday, November 13th. It's, um, I have to take a, a quick minute here, even just from listening to the fucking preview, all right? Mm-hmm. It's just, the creativity, ladies and gents, is just unbelievable. City Walker is really pushing the boundaries on what you can consider to be base ass and what can be done. This is why you absolutely, 100% need to subscribe to our SoundCloud in order to get this mix first when it drops on Friday, November 13th. As Samir said before, you can find that in the show notes. Trust us, you won't want to miss it. Let's go. Dude. Let's go. All right, Alec, baby, let's go. We got more music to play. Where are we going next? I love it, man. We play so much music. It just makes me happy. I love music. Me too. I really do. I'm really excited. But EDM champions who are new to this podcast, welcome. How are you doing? We see you. Just love how so many people from all across the globe are tuning in. It really, really makes our day. So in case you've never heard of the Beyond the Beats rating scale before, Samir, my man, my friend, my co-host, please introduce them to our rating scale. Here on Beyond the Beats, we have our very own unique rating scale, and it ranges from levels one through five. Level one is what we call one listen. It's where you listen to a track and you're probably never ever gonna listen again, but you're encouraging other people to give it a listen. Level two is what we call background noise. It's when a song comes on, it's playing in the background, you're not gonna really do anything with it, you might be doing other things, you're not too bothered by it, but it's there to keep you company. Level three is what we call turn it up. It's when a song comes on, you grab the volume knob and you turn it up. Level four is what we call just bought tickets. It's when you listen to a piece of music, you listen to an artist and you immediately look up the next time that they're coming to your town and you gotta buy those tickets. And level five is speechless. It's just you and the music. 
The song transports you into another world and literally leaves you speechless. So to recap, level 1 is one listen, level 2 is background noise, level 3 is turn it up, level 4 is just bought tickets, and level 5 is speechless. Let's get back to it. Thank you, sir. No, no. Thank you. No, thank you. Thank Thank you. you. No, thank, thank the EDM you. champions. Thank the EDM Let's champions. Go. Fuck us. Thank the EDM champions. <laughs> That's what I like to hear. But, dude, this is this is hard because I really don't even know where I want to start. Okay, because there's just it's like okay. Let, let's start off with Paul mm-hmm. Oakenfold. Actually, okay, so Paul Oakenfold, Eve, and Baby E teamed up for this track called "What's Your Love Like." Let's listen. What's your love like? What's your love like? in the club. What's your love like? All right, dude. Alec, could you, do you know a little bit about Paul Oakenfold? Well, he's a legend. And for the EDM champions who may not have heard of Paul Oakenfold before, I mean, this guy, like Alex said, is an absolute legend, specifically in trance music, okay? So when you were listening to this song, you're probably thinking to yourself, wait a minute, wait a minute, this, this doesn't sound like trance. Well, that is, exactly, uh, that is exactly the thought process that went through my head as well. I was honestly pretty shocked to learn that this song came from Paul Oakenfold. I can appreciate that the latest trends in dance music focus on these sorts of like bassier plucks however i do feel like i do feel like this is kind of a generic production all right and especially coming from somebody like paul oakenfold who has just been in the scene for like 20 maybe 30 years producing trance music i feel like this is a little bit generic but i gotta say dude this is a party starter especially when you pair it with the lyrics from eve and baby e it honestly makes you want to dance so there is some redemption to this track but overall i'm not terribly impressed alec what do you think yeah unfortunately i'm kind of on a similar page with you man i Mm -hmm. was not too too impressed i can I, i think it's interesting to see how he's diving into other things and producing probably something that's more equipped for the radio nowadays right it seems like more of a radio plug mm-hmm. or radio hit you know I, I thought the i thought the as you were saying like the lyrics on that front were nice i thought that made oh, you yeah. want to dance and makes you want to move but just as you were saying that it's a bit generic of a production and i honestly just don't have too too much to say where it's like it comes on the radio it'll be nice kind of want to listen to it right but just nothing that is anything too grabbing so we just went over Paul Oakenfold's brand new track, What's Your Love Like, featuring Eve and Baby E. But you know, dude, this just this just would not be a, a podcast about dance music if we did not talk about the debut album from Chummy. Dude. How is this his debut? That's the thing. It's crazy, right? Well, let's go ahead and talk about this a little bit more. But before we do that, Alec, we got to play a song off of this 16-track album, Year Zero, from Chami. Alec, what like if you had to play a song for our EDM champions, what would it be? Oh, this is oh man, I hate this because it's a tough fucking question because I really I don't know. like this uh, this album. You know, I think it's gonna be interesting. I think it's a place to start talking about this album. is It's gonna be later on down in the album if you're looking at it as a whole, but it's mm-hmm. gonna be his track Rebirth. I think. Oh, dude, I think nice. we should do that with Stacy. Is it Bath? 
Is that, yeah. I'll go with whatever your accent says. Oh, go on. fuck off. No, damn it. Whatever. It's a great, <laughs> great song. Let's give it a spin. Interesting place to start uh, in terms of what track we wanted to play off of this album, but I'm gonna I'm gonna touch upon that one in just a little bit. All right, okay, sounds good. Let's just call it what it is, right? This is the next chapter of the Chami story. Say goodbye to Bangers Chami and say hello to groovy, soulful, barrette wearing, <laughs> cigarette stick wielding Chame accent <laughs> on the eye. Oh dear God. The last show I went to before the Quar was Chami at Terminal 5 in New York City as part of the tour promoting this album. And the set itself was incredibly dancey, but it was not dark like we've seen in the years prior. And one track that we just played that really exemplifies this mood change is the newest track that he had with Stacey Barth, Rebirth. Okay? You may recognize her from the previous 2015 collab, Afterlife. I mean, that song was so dark. But here we are five years later, witnessing the incredible growth of Shame as an artist. And for all those seeking Chami's pioneering dark bass house sound, you're shit out of luck, okay? Perhaps the only song that's really going to scratch that itch is the track Born Again. But the rest of this album is honestly, it's a true story that exemplifies growth and turning a new page in the book that is life. All right. This album is featuring samples and sounds from like 80s-styled pianos, some subdued vocaloids on the drops, slapping funky guitars. I love that. Lighter, punchier synths, and then of course, I mean, this is just goes without saying, but Chami is a master of finely tuned percussion. This is an album that can be enjoyed in any setting, except for if you're trying to get down and rage. Then you got to skip this album if that's your scenario, Alec. I'm going to catch my breath. What did you think? I'm very impressed. I think you really hit the nail on the head here when you were talking at the beginning about just how this is the next chapter of Charming, right? It really, really is. It's a progression that just shows that he can do not only the darker, grittier vibes, not only Mm -hmm. even just Future House, which is what really got him onto, but now he's, he's almost putting back some of the soul into his music right you could you've always heard this with some of the vocals but i think you especially feel that not just with vocals in this album but with the actual you know vibes with I, i'm not a product i'm not a producer so i don't know the technical terms for it but you don't whatever, say it. whatever yeah fuck off you but what, <laughs> whatever it is that he's done there he's just created an atmosphere and a soundscape yeah. that's just a little bit more uplifting and it's groovy and it makes you want to dance and above all it makes you want to smile this is just something that you put on and it makes you want to smile alec you're getting cheesy up on the pod and i love it because i'm usually the one who gets cheesy up in here but i love to see it this is this is this is honestly one that you can just listen to through and through and just smile and dance away it's one of those things where it's like if you saw this being played live with good vibes outdoors good weather quarantines Mm -hmm. behind us when he's dropping these tracks this is the type of song where you're dancing to not crazily not going crazy but you turn to your fellow raver and you just give him a smile because this is a great song and that's exactly what i think is going to happen when we get back to quote unquote 
normality and Charmy's able to play live is that he's going to make a lot of people fucking smile. And the last point that I want to bring up here, what he's been able to do by navigating more towards the lighter side, the groovier side here with this album, is that he's really, really allowed his confession label to have some of the darker elements to it. So now when you see Charmy sets in the future, it can it can go from light to dark to light in a way that it never really been able to do before. When you go see not just Charmy, but all the people that he brings along with him on his tours, the openers, maybe they'll be darker, they'll be different vibes. It's cultivating a confession experience like we haven't seen before. And it's building up to a, a climactic point, man. I'm telling you, they're building something bigger than themselves here. Mm-hmm. And I think the next kind of confession label, what do they call it? They, they've done it a couple of times, like a showcase, right? Like whenever mm-hmm. they do the mm-hmm. next showcase and if Charmy's headlining it, it's going to be a hell of an experience from start to finish. So do not, whatever you do, miss any of those openers. Dude, gorgeous. Absolutely gorgeous. Give me an air high five. Go ahead. Air high five. Boom. Love it. That's a little cheesy, right. but okay. Yeah. We'll, we'll, no. Yeah. No, we're all about the cheese. Thank all God about we're that all cheddar cheese. <laughs> but here we go, man. Let's get into it. Let's rate these two pieces of music on the What Are We Listening To section right here on Beyond the Beats. Alec, let's start with Paul Oakenfold. He teamed up with Eve and Baby E for their track, What's Your Love Like? What's your rating? Well, my love isn't too strong in this regard, Ooh. unfortunately. I, this is going to be a level two out of five background noise for me because it's not something that i dislike or despise i'm not mm. gonna hear it come on the radio and be oh my god no turn that shit off <laughs> which i have done for some songs by the way yeah. give me a couple yeah. drinks and i'll tell you which songs they are because i've literally had a viscerally strong reaction where like a cat that's been scared just yeesh that just moves away i've had that happen before but this was definitely not a track that did that for me it's something where it's like it comes on you know i'm like okay this is kind of nice sounding the lyrics yeah. for me. Something generic, just kind of put on in the background. Maybe while you're doing some cooking, just have it on in the background. Something like that. So it, that's why it's a background noise for me. Samir, my friend, how about you? Honestly, dude, I was really between like a one listen and a background noise on this track. But I'm going to give this one the benefit of the doubt. I'm going to give this one a background noise. Level two out of five, okay? And for the reasons like you just said, honestly, it's not that bad where it's going to like make me cringe when it comes on. Like I don't mind it being on in the background. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's just there. It's fine. It's nothing special. It's fine. But Alec, here we go. Year Zero, the 16-track album from Chamay. What's your rating? <laughs> Sorry, I'm just held up on the Chamay. <laughs> um, okay, this one... Fuck, no decimals, all right? So no decimals. No decimals, no decimals. absolutely not. Okay, no, no decimals. Get that shit out just, of here. Just, they're so imprecise. But uh, this is a level four out of five just bought nice. tickets for me. This is. It's, it wasn't quite enough to make me speechless, right? Uh, something that makes my, my jaw drop as people know I'm pretty hesitant to be giving those out I think to date I've only given two two I believe it's two two right two yep. to this day in uh, essentially two years of the podcast so but you know what that does not really say anything negative about this album man because this album was transformational we saw mm. the metamorphosis of Charmy in this it was beautiful to witness and beautiful to see and listen to I just hope that he makes some type of extended um, album mix YouTube video, right? Or something Mm -hmm. like that. 
to be released with it because i think that would work really well and i'd just love to see it in in what he imagines the visual representation would be because i think that would be just gorgeous to listen to and gorgeous to dance to even if you're in your tiny little studio apartment because i was dancing this weekend to it so there we go right on just bought tickets to this one man how about you Dude, I got to grab a dictionary with all these big words you're using right now when talking about this album. But I am (laughs) right there with you, dude. Level four out of five, just bought tickets. And this is truly like in a vacuum. Like I've seen him play a lot of these tracks at my last show in New York City. Oh man, I miss it so much. But dude, metamorphosis, transformational. Overall, a groove and a vibe. And I just love where Chami is going in his direction. He is truly cementing himself as an artist that is not going to be boxed in by what he's done previously. And every single time he tries something new, he executes it flawlessly. And this album, Year Zero, in my opinion, is a continuation of that. I'm really, really proud of him. And I'm really, really stoked on this. Dude, fantastic. Absolutely fantastic. Just fantastic stuff, man. Just so chuffed. That we got to talk about that album, but what does you know, that even mean? Oh, that's what? a that's a British term. God, that that's <laughs> happy. You know, like uh, yeah, happy. I guess is the easiest way. Chuffed. That's a I forgot that's a British slang. <laughs> I don't use too much of it. I kind of you know you don't. Well, I do when I start drinking and my accent gets thicker rather than this quasi-American <laughs> thing that comes off Australian for whatever fucking reason. But you know, the amount of times that you've been asked if you are Australian is just so I, funny. I don't dude. blame them. I really don't because I, I wonder yeah. myself. I'm like, am I Australian? I don't know. But you might be. I'm definitely not. Um, but <laughs> I, can, I can assure you that. Um, All right. Well, I'm, I'm definitely going to start using chuffed from now on. Please okay. Do. Like I, please I'm, do. I'm stoked on that. Big ups to you, Alec, on introducing me to chuffed. <laughs> but dude, you know, before we dive into the artists that we're watching section, for those of you who are new to the podcast, the artists that we're watching section is our absolute favorite, favorite part about this podcast because every single episode, Alec and I seek out two underground talents in the dance music scene and we just got to get them to you guys, our audience, our EDM champions because we know that you guys are here to champion our dance music scene. And if there's any if there's any EDM champion out there who truly exemplifies that, it is Aaron from Brooklyn, New York. DJ E Mood. She is such a kind, kind soul. She's an EDM champion. She tunes into the podcast every single week. But above all, she's all about sharing music and curating experiences that are just full of positivity and connection every single week this edm champion dj emood puts out a playlist of 12 songs every single thursday curating tracks to kind of guide you through different feelings as she puts it it starts off light it starts off happy a little bit in the middle kind of takes you down a darker darker place a place of reflection and then at the end lifts you back up 12 tracks every single week, and they are expertly curated. We're going to have a link to DJ Emood's Spotify profile. Don't forget, give her a follow and check out her weekly Thursday playlist. So shout out to you and thank you for the candy. I'm wearing it right now as we're recording this podcast. Alec, let's kick it off. For the artists that we're watching section, brother, you are bringing this, this, this creativity this fuckiness in the mind and i'm so excited who is your artist that you're watching this week let's hear it oh man just imagine yourselves feeling 
the wind across your face, just a slow breeze、mm. as you're sitting down, perhaps on a hill. There's some palm trees around you. There's a beach below you, and you're sitting there as the sun is starting to set. The cool breeze just making you feel refreshed, relaxed, and at home. You've got your boo by your side. You got <laughs> a nice little bottle of wine here potentially as well. And in states and places where it's legal, you might have a J. Whatever you may decide to have along with you, you have it there, and it's just a picture perfect scene. And then suddenly, just on behind you, as the wind just scrapes across your face and brushes you back, along with it come these chimes that start playing, and you can hear it kind of building up right now into the background. And ladies and gentlemen, can I just tell you that this song? Is going to take you on an adventure and really paint that picture and that scene in your head and make you feel like you're there. EDM champions, let me introduce to you Mohican Sun with their song "Trade Winds." Heard drum and bass done in this fashion with these sorts of instruments, man. Like the guitars,、mm-hmm. where did those guitars come from? Where did where did this guy get those guitars from? I want that injected into my spine, Alec. Incredible! How did you come across this guy? What inspired you to want to feature him on the pod? So just you know, it's one of those rabbit hole dive sessions, isn't it? But I was really looking through, and I'm creating currently a liquid DMB. Playlist for myself, as long as、uh, a bunch of different DMB playlists, and just you know, adding to it and trying to find people who are really up and coming, and just I kept coming across and keep kept seeing references to, especially on online to Mohican Sun, right? And I was like, okay, this is very interesting. And when I started listening to their music, there's something that is quite amazing about what they do is that they bring in. I can't put my finger onto it in terms of the. The, it, it it feels like a foreign type of vibe, right? There's a lot、yeah. of liquid DMB producers out there that are able to incorporate, you know, piano and you know, to, to other sense, other instruments. But just the the wind instruments are able to use combined with the guitar just creates this very kind of foreign sounding liquid drum and bass, which I just absolutely love. And there's emotion and there's passion embedded just within the vocal samples that are used and just within the instruments themselves. And that's what I fell in love with Mihikin Sun, and I really cannot wait for the chance to see them live. Honestly, just big, big、Dude. fans. And if you want to just have a smile on your face, I was saying before, listen to something chill, calm, and relaxing. You know, either do what I just described in the beginning, or just be, you know, in your house, put it on some high quality headphones, and just chill out because I love it. Dude, I'm I'm really really pumped up on like that positivity, encouraging people to just chill because I think now more than ever, 
We need people to just relax and chill. And Mohican Sun, they are the soundtrack to your life. And I love to see it. Dude. All right. You know what? We just talked about some chilling out. But it's time to get up out your seat and it's time to start dancing. Ladies and gentlemen of Beyond the Beats, our EDM champions, like I said at the top of the show, we need tracks that get us dancing. We got a lot of reasons to celebrate and we need some music to reflect that sort of energy. But here's the thing, okay? Here's the thing. I want to be held in suspense when I'm listening to bangers. I feel like I don't say bangers anymore, but I want to be held in suspense when I'm listening to bangers. I don't want to know what's always going to be happening next in a track, but it needs to be cohesive. Let me tell you guys something. Dom Corleone from LA must have pulled an inception and planted this thought into my brain because the man's pulled this off so perfectly with his brand new track released on Brooklyn Fire Records, which is which is Tommy Sunshine's label, track name Play That. Let's go ahead and play that. Now drop it. just fire that's all i could say it is a brooklyn fire right there tommy sunshine props to you and your team over the record label for selecting this guy dom corleone what a name too by the way just fantastic love it no i it's amazing just any type of reference to godfather or anything like that it's just fantastic i love it but you know what man i love even more his music just i went and dug through his soundcloud just he's he's got some fantastic tracks on there as well and just this 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 was this took me by surprise man this did yeah, i did not good. expect to be hearing this and it, it just the the tension the build up into it loved it and when that bass finally kicked in whoo dude gotta get you moving i got me moving Dude, you already know. I mean, this this is some legendary status shit. That's why Tommy Sunshine, the team over at Brooklyn Fire Records, they knew as soon as they heard this, they had to sign Dom Corleone because this is just an amazing, amazing track. And uh, I feel good. I feel good. We talked about so much great music to dance to, to chill out to, to reflect to. We talked about the amazing EDM champions. But above all, we talked about unity and connection. And that's what our scene is all about. Do not forget to reach out to your friends, to your family, to people that you may have disagreements with. Reach across, have conversations, and find common ground. Because if there's anything that dance music has taught us, it is just that. Alec, any last thoughts before we sign off for the day? Nothing more than that. Just remember that we are all in this crazy spaceship that is planet Earth together. So we're all here and together. Let's keep it that way. 
We'll see you guys next week for episode 80 of Beyond the Beats. And do not forget, tomorrow, Friday, November 13th, we got a brand new Beyond the Beats session featuring City Walker. See you there.